Hello, everybody. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas to those listening. It is another edition of the Hoopjack Podcast Series. I am your host, Chris Farmstead. And today, you know, we're getting ready for Christmas weekend. Christmas is two days away. And if you're listening, it probably has already happened. Um, but if you listen to us at any other time, uh, happy holidays. Hope you have a happy new year. Um, but we're going to start off right away with the fact that Anthony Davis... Uh, Breaking news out of ESPN. Anthony Davis is out indefinitely due to injury. And it is likely there is no timetable as of yet when he will be making his return. Although in my personal opinion, doesn't sound like a lot. Dealing with a stress injury in his right foot out indefinitely according to the Lakers. Which is not good and I kind of still give the playoff hopes very very low which it is what it is uh continuing on with what we have in the nba right now they have listed the 2023 hall of fame nominees and i gotta tell you the ones that are in this class are amazing you have and we'll go through the list of i think they have the top eight or seven so far that I think our first ballot easily will make it without a shadow of a doubt. You have Dirk Nowitzki, who spent his entire career with the Dallas Mavericks. He was 2006-2007 NBA MVP, the 2011 NBA Finals MVP, and that was also the same year that they beat the Cavs when LeBron first got into Miami. So I think he's well-deserved. 12-time All-NBA, 14-time All-Star and he spent his entire career, like I said, he spent his entire career with Dallas. He gave Dallas hope, and he gave Dallas a chance. The big, the big man from Germany did lots of things for that team. Next up, we have Dwayne Wade, uh, 2005-2006 NBA Finals MVP. He won a champion. He won three ch- titles. One with Miami back in 2000. 2006 it was a 2006 campaign Shaq was on that team he won two more with LeBron and Chris Bosh when they were the big three in Miami he's a 13-time all-star eight-time all-nba all-nba like this isn't even close he was one of the and he was a part of the redeem team uh back in 2008 for that Olympic team so I I don't doubt that he can make the hall of fame next up we have Chauncey Billups he was NBA Finals MVP with the Pistons when they won their title. I believe it was it was an 04. It was a five-time All-Star, three-time All All NBA team. I mean, the only thing is that the one title, but I think the career that he had with Detroit was amazing. And then he had that he had that you know stint in uh, LA with Lob City, and he's been through teams. Timberwolves, the Clippers, the Nuggets, the the Pistons, like I said, he's traveled around and he's done wherever he's gone, it's been wonders for teams. So I don't doubt that he can make it. Next up on the list we have Pau Gasol. He started his career with Atlanta. He was a two-time champ with the Lakers, six-time All-Star. Four-time All-NBA. He once Shaq left, he be kind of he kind of came the next big man that Kobe needed on that team, 
and he was versed. He could move, and it was it wasn't even close. He could move, and from coming from Spain, you know, he did wonders with the Spain national team, and what he's done in the NBA with his career as a time as a Laker was anything short of extraordinary. I hope he gets in. Next up, we have Tony Parker. Uh, he was a part of that dynasty that San Antonio had. That team won two. Team won a lot of titles with him, Ginobili, and Tim Duncan. He was 06-07 NBA Finals MVP when they won, and he's won two more. He's won. A, he won another one later on, and he's six-time All-Star, four-time All-NBA. And then alongside with him is uh, head coach Greg Popovich. He's won five, He coached the Spurs to five NBA titles, three-time NBA Coach of the Year, and one of the winningest coaches in the NBA. Uh, short of anything, and he, like he said, he's he had the he had the team in San Antonio. Not only just the big three with Ginobili, Parker, and Duncan. He also had David Robinson on that team. He's had wonders with that team and alongside him uh his former assistant uh becky hammond who was an inspiration for the stars in the wnba and currently has won a title with the las vegas aces and has done wonders playing and assistant coaching in the nba and coaching in the wnba NBA All-Star, sixth all-time in assists in WNBA history. And like I said, she's continuing to do a lot of great work in the WNBA, continuing to do a lot of great coaching, and continuing to make strides. And I think she definitely has that opportunity when the time comes to coach in the NBA, the first women's first woman to be a head coach in the NBA. I think it's I think within the next few years. I give it two, maybe three. It's not long. I definitely think she'll she'll have that job in the NBA without a doubt. And she'll be the first one. She'll be the pioneer for that. So that's a short list of right now the 2023 Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. I think all of these candidates really deserve to go in. And it's stacked, man. I, I thought last year's was stacked. This is even great. These players coming in, players, coaches, it's amazing what's on deck for coming up this year. And we talked about the holidays coming up. You always got to talk about NBA Christmas Day on Sunday. Five games, five great games. Hopefully they're good games. We start with the noon game on ABC. They're all on ABC ESPN. You can catch them out, and they're all Eastern Standard Time. So we have at noon Eastern Time, we have the 76ers taking on the Knicks. And we have at 2.30 Eastern Time, we have the Lakers playing against the Mavs at 5 p.m. Eastern time. We have the Bucks taking on the Celtics, which could give us a preview as to what the Eastern Conference playoffs and maybe even the Eastern Conference finals will look like. We have the Grizzlies against the Warriors. Now, here's the problem with I see it. I, I think the Grizzlies will take it just because the Warriors without Steph, you're looking at a very different roster that is not doing so hot right now. And then last game at 1030, PM Eastern Time, you have the Suns versus the Nuggets. Again, two great two great teams battling it out. A fun, fun day, all basketball Christmas Day. 
and I'm excited to watch it. You know, hopefully everyone can take home. If you're responsibly gambling on those games, be sure to be responsible when gambling. Um, but we're going to take a quick commercial break, guys. When we come back, we have our one-on-one Hooper profile with Western Oregon men's basketball star Antonio Tony Salinas. So stay tuned. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hoopjack Podcast series. Today, for our one-on-one Hooper profile, we have a very special guest from Western Oregon University, home of the Wolves. We have Mr. Antonio Tony Salinas. Tony, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. So how's the season been going for you all so far this year uh, with the end of 2022, heading into 2023? How, how's the season been looking for you all? Um, the season's been really good. Uh, a little different than other years. Um, we have uh, our whole team back from last year, so that's been exciting going forward for us. Um, but we opened up uh, our non-conference play, uh, playing Arizona, and you know they were ranked uh, number seventeen in the country at the time, and I think they're like a top ten team right now. So it was a it was a great experience, you know, just uh, being in front of you know thirteen thousand people. Uh, the atmosphere was just crazy, and you know we were excited to be there, um, regardless of the outcome. So that was a that was a big one for us. Um, and then uh, we played a couple other non-conference games down in California, uh, went down to Phoenix again. And then uh, we just wrapped up our non-conference uh, play with uh, uh, BYU. We ended up playing there. And again, that's just uh, it's just a crazy experience. Um, you know, we're going through warmups and uh, everybody we see everybody uh, kind of put their eyes to one spot. And we're looking around and we see Jimmer uh, walking in the building uh, right by us sitting in the front row. So that was, uh, again, just another great experience and just just exciting you know because he's arguably one of the best uh college basketball players there ever was so just to have him in the building uh you know and, and him watching us just like we used to watch him when he uh when we were kids it's just it was kind of surreal so yeah we're looking forward to uh ending off 2022 hopefully with two uh two conference wins uh and then you know going into the new year just doing the same thing on a hot streak so like you said you guys got the opportunity to do exhibition against Arizona and BYU. What's that kind of feeling like as a division two program playing against division one programs? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely an experience. Um, But, you know, something that uh, our coach has always instilled in us is just, you know, uh, go in there and, you know, just fight, you know, there's, there's never uh, any team we look at and we're like, Oh, well, we don't know if we can beat them. No, you got to go in um, just knowing that, you know, you belong there. And that's the biggest thing. Because if you if you go in and uh, you know you're already doubting yourself, you know you've already lost the battle. So just going in confident uh, and loose, just uh, ready for whatever's thrown your way. You know, uh, just hopefully the outcome is what we expect. So, and like you said, you you finish off 2022 with two conference games, both home games, on uh, mm-hmm. the 29th against Western Washington University and the 31st, which is New Year's Eve, uh, at against Simon Fraser University. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what is kind of the mindset and you guys have you know the time now to kind of get ready and everything like that i know with christmas right around the corner this weekend right what's the um, what's kind of the mindset for how you guys can plan going into to conference play uh i think our mindset is just uh staying ready you know just because we know that you know you, you pray that uh injuries and sicknesses don't occur but you know it's it's kind of just rolling the ball and we're going to see uh and make sure everybody can stay healthy, you know, as long as possible. And it's always going to be that next guy up mentality. So uh, just keeping everybody on the same page, 
keeping everybody uh, where they need to be, just making sure that uh, everybody's, again, staying ready. So uh, that's kind of something, you know, that's been talked about all year in our locker room is, you know, uh, clap for everybody else until it's your turn. And when you're out there, just uh, seize the opportunity and make the most of your minutes. So just uh, like I said, uh, keep the same same mentality going into these next two games. And, you know, hopefully those two can uh, slingshot us into a couple more wins moving forward. Absolutely. And kind of growing up where you were, you, you, you're from uh, an interesting area of Washington, Zillow, mm-hmm. Washington. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. I'm making sure I'm pronouncing that right. Cause, yep. Um, but then playing for Zella High School, what was kind of – walk me through kind of that program and what it was like being a part of that. And also, you know, bringing home the state title in the mm-hmm. 1A basketball – in the 1A tournament. You mm-hmm. know, what was that program like to you? How did that help you mold your game into getting ready to play at Western Oregon? Man, I can I could talk about – Zilla and and the Zilla basketball community for for days. You know, I've uh, been around uh, been around them since I was about five years old. My uh, older brother played here as well, so I got to watch him go to the state tournament. Got to watch all the other uh, you know great basketball players before me do the same thing that you know I was fortunate enough to do. So uh, just I think just being raised around the culture of of just winning um, was something that really helped me uh, be successful. Um, you know, when high school came around, when I was finally my chance to be there. Um, I think that being a part of the, you know, one, a, uh, basketball scene here in Washington, uh, goes a, a lot overlooked, um, just because it's a very small town, but I think, uh, the good thing is that everybody's very close, um, and the whole community comes out and supports and, you know, we can never thank them enough for that. And, uh, whenever I come, come home, uh, you know, everybody's happy to see me asking how everything's going there at Western Oregon. So it's always a blessing you know, knowing that uh, they still remember me and, and they're grateful for what uh, for what I did for them. And, you know, I can't even begin to think what they've done for me. Um, but, yeah, just just previous coaches, previous players uh, always coming back and, you know, sharing their knowledge and uh, expressing their concerns and just whenever they have them. Um, I think that that's what Zilla's always, always been about. And so just being part of a winning culture growing up and seeing it firsthand, um, I think that's been the biggest thing. Absolutely. You want to be able to ha- – uh have that you know memory of where you came from and mm-hmm. and like that you know because and always want to go back to it because it's it's all important it's more like where you came from in a sense yeah no question and after your freshman year uh you know learning the ropes and everything like that at western oregon uh heading into 2020 2021 unfortunately mm-hmm. covid hit and right. everything kind of stopped um yeah. and i know as a college, when I had graduated, it was uh, I graduated in 2018, so I couldn't understand what a student athlete was going through at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but especially now, when I look back on it and I just see everything stopped, no one knew what to do. Yeah, home, everything's virtual. Gyms mm-hmm. are closed. I go to the park. I see basketball rims are off completely. Yep, yep, yep. Backboard, no rim. How were you able to? Uh, make it through that time still able to train still able to you know get ready for the hopefulness of coming back for 2021-2022 yeah it was a it was definitely a, a time where you know nobody nobody knew what was going to happen nobody knew how long it was going to take so uh i was fortunate enough uh that my best one of my best friends um parker uh, vandegraff you know he his dad uh, had put in a gym at their house and uh, so I was able to get access there and, you know, kind of whenever I wanted, I just had to let them know, hey, is it all right? 
and they would always let me in. So, you know, forever grateful for that, uh, for giving me the opportunity to be able to continue to get better every day throughout the, you know, craziness that was going on. And then on the other side of that, uh, being able to stay in shape, um, I was running on the track, um, trying to run through town, doing anything I could, you know, to, to stay in the best shape possible. Uh, my dad was purchasing uh, weight room equipment, putting it in our garage, putting it in our backyard, just a- anything to, you know, make sure that I wasn't taking any days off because I, I kind of took it as, as a way to get an edge on everybody else because I felt that I was more fortunate than them uh, just because I had these resources um, and I wasn't really thinking, you know, maybe, maybe these guys don't don't have the same resources I do. So I kind of took it as an edge, if you will. Um, and so that was just, you know, a way that I, I got better through it. Um, and I think it ultimately, you know, has helped me uh, be the player I am today. So, And once everyone was able to come back, uh, you guys, especially the 2021-22 year, mm-hmm. it was – you guys finished nine and eighteen, which isn't which isn't bad. There's always room to improve and go up. For sure. And you guys did really well in the great Northwest Athletic Conference. You mm-hmm. guys ended up losing by one point to Central yeah. University. Yeah. Walk me through the game. Uh through that like game. How how like how like what how close like did it come down to like a last shot? Was yeah. it yeah know everything you know what mm. second kind of thing because i know yeah because i see you guys beat number one st martin's university by one point congrats uh-huh. and you guys yeah, beat thank you university by 11 i know mm. losing to central washington university and what i think was the last round was it the yeah it was the yeah it was, the, it was the it was the semifinals oh, it was the semifinals yeah uh, just walk me through like the last minute of what was going through that game and uh how you guys were that close you know, it, uh, we, so the mentality we went in, uh, with is, you know, just underdogs, uh, just that whole tournament, uh, before I talk about that game, just the whole tournament, we were, uh, you know, because it was COVID and we weren't sure if, uh, teams are going to get in or not, they ended up putting everybody into the tournament and they usually only take the top six. So, you know, we were just grateful to be there and, you know, we took, we took it as an opportunity, you know, like we're not even supposed to be here, so we might as well make the most of it and, you know, why not see what we can do. And, uh, so we came out, beat Western Washington. Um, that was a big one for us because that was uh, the third time we'd beat them uh, that year. And, you know, it's it's hard to beat a team twice in a year, let alone three times. So that was huge for us. Uh, and it just gave us momentum going into the next day where we uh, beat St. Martin's on a crazy buzzer beater from uh, my teammate Cam Cranston. Just just as clutch as can be, you know, just put the ball in his hands and, you know, he's going to he's going to give you something. So that was that was crazy. So I, I felt like we had all the momentum going into that uh, third day where we played Central Washington. Um, and you know, we started off hot, everything was looking good. And then I think about five minutes left in the game, we looked at the clock and we were down 13 and, uh, so, you know, we had to scratch and claw our way back, but, uh, we ended up getting it down to one point. Um, just the last minute, just going back and forth, back and forth stops. And then, uh, we had a, another look at a three to win it and we ended up missing. So it was, it was crazy, you know, just, just again, the whole atmosphere there, you, you can't ask to be in a better position than that. Like I said, we weren't even supposed to be there. And, you know, I, I felt like, you know, we, we did the most we could. And to think that it came down to one possession, you know, there's just little thing. It just shows you that everything matters, you know. Uh, it could be a missed block out or a missed layup or a turnover that happened the first three, four minutes of the game. But when it comes down to one point and one possession, you know, those it really just shows that the little things really do matter. Absolutely. And you guys had a great run and then, 
Now this year, I I see from the preseason bowl, you guys were picked eighth, mm-hmm. a ten. Um, you know the sky's the limit for you. Like you said, like you were talking about underdogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what I go from is like a uh, a good quote that I like to live by, uh, and, and I saw it and I thought it was really cool. Underdogs are just champions that are overlooked mm-hmm, for but sure. As have every opportunity to make it up there as much as anybody. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, you guys are under head coach Wes Pfeiffer. Is it Pfeiffer? Am I pronouncing his name right? Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, 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 okay. Yes, I kind of... It's so you guys are playing under head coach Wes Pfeiffer right now, correct? Yep, Wes Pfeiffer. So what's how has he been able to help you guys uh both on and off the court to keep you guys, you know, going steady, making sure you guys are taken care of, make sure you guys are getting everything done? Uh, you know, he's he's just he's just our leader. You know, we, we look up to him and uh, you know, every way everybody respects him. Uh and one thing that he's you know told us since we got to campus, which was my freshman year, uh He's just told us, you know, he's not lowering the standard. So best is the standard, and if you're not bringing that, then you know you're not you're not helping us get better. So whether you're sick, tired, or you know, not feeling it, you you got to come. You got to be your best, and you know that's just the reality of it. Um, so just just hearing him tell us every day that uh, you know, we're not lowering the standard for everybody. You got to you got to meet him at the top, and you know he's not going to go below that for for anybody, whether that's one through fifteen of our guys. You know he's he expects the best out of all of us. And so uh, that's that's I think that's an on and off the court thing. And uh, talking about more off the court, I think that uh, he's a very unique individual uh, in terms of you're not able uh, oftentimes to communicate with your head coach directly at uh, bigger universities. And so for him to be able to be wide open with his door and say, hey, you know, come take a seat and just whether it's talking about basketball, you know, your life, um, school uh, relationships, you know, he's always there to listen. And uh, that's something that, you know, I, I, I'm thankful for every day because uh, if I was anywhere else, uh, I don't know if I'd be able to have a close relationship with my head coach like I do here. So just the, I, his leader is the biggest thing. Absolutely. You want to have that in a head coach mm-hmm. that not only are y'all taking care of things, but you can go to him and he can help you right, in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. And so now with uh, NCAA athletes now capitalizing on uh, name, image, and likeness, NILs, yeah, uh, you know you have also taken advantage of that as too with, mm-hmm. too with, uh, you know you you're working with Go Purely Gummies, mm-hmm. Liquid IV, mm-hmm. Post Game, and Athlete Zone. Yeah. So how did, how are you able to kind of get in touch with these companies and you know being able to get their message out while and also mm-hmm. you, know, you helping promote with the nil mm-hmm. uh i think the biggest thing for me uh is just using networking you know i i know i'm grateful to know a lot of people um just from just playing this game of basketball which is when you think about it and break it down that's really crazy um that you know this ball can really do so much for us whether that's on the court but most importantly off um just uh, a lot of the people i've uh, met you know so go purely uh, one of my good friends, uh, Butter Brown, that's actually his business. And, uh, you know, they have ashwagandha. Um, they have uh, stuff for bone and joint uh, growth and strength. And so, you know, they have they have it all. 
And so for him to be able to tell me, hey, you know, I really want to take you under my wing and, you know, uh, give you some benefits here if you want to take advantage of this NIL opportunity, you know, he was the first one to get a hold of me. And so for me, that was a I, I, it was a shock at first just because I wasn't really sure, just like everybody else, you know, this is new to everyone. So kind of unsure what that would bring. Um, and then the same thing with Liquid IV, you know, got in touch with them, said they would love to have me as an ambassador um, and just told me kind of the requirements, what I needed to do. Um, and then, you know, just being able to stay hydrated with them and, you know, uh, getting the packages sent, being able to hand them out to my teammates, you know, when they need them and stuff has just been huge, keeping us as healthy as possible. And then uh, post games, I haven't really had too much uh, contact with post games, but uh, just, just been talking to them here and there, trying to figure out uh, what exactly we need to do uh, to take steps forward and, you know, looking for different opportunities. Um, but uh, with Athlete Zone, Athlete Zone has been the biggest one, man. Uh, I talked to the, the owner, you know, and his name is Johnny. And he kind of took me under his wing, too. He reached out to me. He was like, hey, man, I, you know, I really like what you're doing, kind of creating an own brand for yourself. Uh, why don't we work together and see, you know, kind of what we can do. And so, you know, he got together with his media team and, you know, his people um, back at his place. And they put together a logo for me. Uh, we kind of figured out some merchandise to drop. And, uh, you know, just thankful that, uh, you know, my people that support me and, you know, the people on his end were able to kind of do something great that I would have never expected to do, you know, six months ago. So just just being able to, you know, actually put my name out there and, you know, uh, get money off of that is, is, is huge for not only me, but, you know, every college athlete because, you know, it can get hard being a college athlete. So not being able to work full-time jobs or, you know, have any other sources of income. So that's, this is huge for us. Absolutely. And it's, and it's great to hear that you're getting your brand name out there, your brand out there and, you know, taking advantage and networking too, because it's all, mm -hmm. that's all about is networking. For sure. Um, so you're, you're, you're in your junior, you're in your junior year right now. Mm -hmm. uh, I assume you have two, maybe three more years left because that's including the COVID year. Mm -hmm. um, what are you? What are your plans uh, as far as graduate life after uh, Western Oregon? Have you thought mm -hmm. of that far? Or are you still kind of taking one day at a time, one year at a time? Uh, I think definitely, uh, definitely take it one step at a time, take it one day at a time, but also look uh, and understand that, you know, that bigger picture needs to be in the back of your mind. Uh, so I've definitely thought about it. Um, so I'll, I'll be walking this spring uh, for Western Oregon. You know, I'll be, I'll be graduating there. Um, and so that that's so it's it's coming coming a lot more real. You know, as time starts to go on, you don't realize that it's moving that fast until you really start looking back and analyzing it. Um, but as far as uh, after, you know, when when I'm done here at Western Oregon, when I'm done uh, playing collegiately, you know, I obviously want to play pro, um, do whatever I can to play as long as I can. And I think uh, I think I've done a good job of, like I said, again, and, and I'll preach it uh, networking, you know, it's because in this day and age, it's not so much about uh, what you know, it's about who you know, and you know, just be ready for any opportunity thrown your way, and make the most of it. Um, just same same as I'm doing right now. So obviously, play as long as I can, but I ultimately know that at some point, and uh, and you know that's okay. It's gonna be you know it's gonna be tragic when it happens, but it's a uh, it's realistic. So I think when when that ends up happening, hopefully it's not for another 15 years. Um, but just I, I think that I really want to go into coaching. Uh, and I, and, you know, I think I can land some great positions with the people I know again. So just, uh, being able to share knowledge and, uh, share everything that I've learned and wish I knew at the younger ages and, you know, collegiately as well, I think I'd be able to great, uh, give back a great portion. So that's, 
that's something that I've been really thinking about lately. That's great to hear, man, that you have a plan moving forward. And I'm happy to hear that, you know, you've, you're taking that next step and, you know, the sky's the limit, man. You know, mm-hmm. it, anything can happen. I know, I know some people who have, who are currently overseas right now or mm-hmm. overseas, and even some people who've turned, who's like a, a agent now. And, you know, it's, it's all about, you know, making sure that you are not getting forced around by whatever agency or whatever uh-huh. contract the teams will get you. But, you know, you're a smart kid. I I know, you know, has mm. the limit for you and you know what to do. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, my last question to you is what advice would you give to the next generation of basketball players going up the high school level and wanting to play at the college level and even like yourself looking mm. at to play overseas? I think the biggest piece of advice I would give is just, just don't stop, you know, don't, don't give up. Uh, there, you know, there's been countless people that, uh, you know, in my life from when I was in middle school to when I was in my first years of high school to in the end of my high school career um, that tried to write me off. And, you know, I the biggest thing I never did was write back. So, you know, they they sit here and try to say what you can and can't do. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you're the one that's responsible and you're the one who controls your own destiny. So I think that's the biggest thing I can say. Absolutely, man. That's great advice for anyone listening and, you know, looking ahead to what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Well, Tony, thank you for taking the time to come on the show. And I wish you luck the the rest of your time at Western Oregon. Like you said, guys, they play, they start their conference games December 29th and December 31st, both are at home. And make sure to check if you're around in the area or and people can check check your games out online, can't they? Yep, online as well. Yeah, I post the link on my social media every uh, every game day. So, yep, guys. So make sure to check it out. You know, I, I'm rooting for y'all. I'm think y'all can make some waves in the great Northwest Conference this year. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me, man. Like I said, I appreciate it. And I love everything you're doing here. So just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, man. We'll be right back with more hoop chat, guys. So stay tuned. And we're back, guys. So I want to thank Tony for taking the time to come on the show. And like I said, when I talked to him, make sure you check him out, uh, how the season goes with him, playing at the Division II level in the great Northwestern Conference. I'm excited to see the big things that he has coming up, and hopefully he does get that opportunity to play overseas. And continuing with what I have seen in the news and everything like that there is a big thing coming out in the world of the phoenix now as you may as we may have talked about the former owner was let owner or majority owner was let go due to um past incidences racial insensitivities and everything like that you know from under the sun so he was let go but the Suns now, the, not only the Suns, but the Mercury have a new owner. Um, billionaire, it's just so much money. Billionaire mortgage lender Matt Ishbia, I hope I'm saying his name right, Ishbia, is finalizing the purchase of the Phoenix Suns and the w, and the Phoenix Mercury for a price in the neighborhood of $4 billion. Just letting you know right now. $4 billion. Said the deal expected to be completed in the near future would end the tumultuous tenure of owner Robert Sarver. 
he was the, and, have, and like I said before, if you guys remember Sarver, he was under fire and he was let go, the organization. And hopefully Matt Ishbia can make some new waves for Phoenix and as well as what the Mercury have underway. Now, we're going to get into our mindful moment. Uh, before, we, before, before we get into our mindful moment, I want a quick shout out to our brands that we've worked with. We've worked with Boosted Biz, uh, making sure to get our merch line out there. We work with Kenichi Bear, make great not only apparel, but also one of the best headsets you can possibly imagine. Uh, also, make sure to check out GLD if you want to, if you want some chains, especially with Christmas literally right around the corner, guys. Hopefully, you took advantage and have gotten some new, new wear, some chains, some pennants, you know, they make great jewelry and you can't miss out another one that i want to work with one day and i hope to get that opportunity to work that day uh if you're in the mood for a great hat a style that honestly nobody can beat check out noggin boss very intricate hats oversized hats but ones that you can't miss out on you can check out noggin bots on instagram on all social media platforms and make sure to check out the website guys and now that we've hit the christmas weekend i know it's a lot of difficult times for some people um including myself i think it's tough to want to handle things and want to move forward and some of the news that I got this past week, you know, and it can hit you like a ton of bricks uh, about how you do in the workplace and how you handle yourself through everything. I think now that the winter break is here, I'm getting my time to kind of compose myself, get everything organized, make sure I my situation is under control so I don't go back to work the way that I have. I know what I need to do moving forward, and I know how to take care of what I need to take care of, and I think I lost sight of that for the last few weeks, but I know that moving forward, I need to keep my mind focused on work and take care of it at the door. You know, I can't bring outside stuff to work. I also need to put in extra effort at work. I need to go the extra mile, not let other people do work that I could be doing. So at the end of the day, make sure you're taking care of your business. Make sure you're not letting people take advantage of you. And make sure you're taking care of yourselves, guys. Because I know it's a tough time around the holidays where we kind of lose sight of things. But again, make sure you're taking care of yourselves. And make sure, you know, at the end of the day, we all care about each other. We want each other to make sure that we all are doing okay reach out to friends reach out to family give them a call i know they want to help that's it guys i know today was a very short episode but we're going to try to do one next thursday for a new year's eve special hopefully everything gets in order and hopefully you guys are staying safe out there and remember don't be a bystander be a hooper and keep balling peace